1: welcome into b squared your weekly weather podcast i am bobby from oregon and i'm bonnie in oklahoma and bonnie it's been an adventurous week weather wise for both of us uh i got off a plane let's see here by the time i finally got back to portland it was late late saturday night Mm -hmm. but i had been in nashville and we talked about that a little bit last week on the show um i've forgotten how crazy the weather can change in literally you know 12 hours to 24 hours when you don't have a mountain range or an ocean next to you. So uh, it was a pretty quick rude awakening for me in terms of, oh yeah, I forgot continental air masses are much different than maritime air masses. (laughs) Yes, they are. (laughs) So, um, you know, I'd gone to Nashville for a thing called country radio seminar. So I fly out uh, earlier in the week. I left last, Tuesday morning gosh just about 7 a.m and it should have been a kind of like a preview of the trip. nothing came easy flight wise and <laughs> we'll talk about that in a little bit but got to the airport plenty of time the plane was supposed to leave at 7 a.m and then or board at 7 a.m and leave at 745 well then 745 rolled around and we still weren't on board so finally 815 we get on board. And we're like, all right, cool. You know, we finally got this. It had been raining all day. It had been like a rain snow mix in some places, but no travel issues in Portland. In Seattle, they still had snow on the ground. And so we we're kind of like, okay, let's just get to Seattle, get our plane and then get up in the sky. We'll be fine. So we're out taxiing on the runway. And all of a sudden, the plane just kind of like pulls over and all these other planes start going past us. And I'm like, no, please. I'm, okay. one, of the, I'm one of those travelers. Like I'm, I get nervous until I get on the plane. And then once I'm on the plane, let's go. Yeah. You know, I, I kind of have the little mantra, kick the tires, let the fires and roll. So, you know, it's just let's, let's like, you know, get it going. I'm, I'm here now. I'm the important one. I'm ready to roll. Let's fly. <laughs> so all these other planes are passing us and finally we get a chance to take off and the pilot comes on. Now, Portland to Seattle is probably like Oklahoma City to Dallas. It's not more yeah. than maybe a half hour flight tops.
0: Like it takes you longer to get on the plane than it does to actually fly.
1: Exactly, and so when yeah. we finally get to Seattle, they're like, "For the seven passengers on the flight that are going to Nashville, please stand up and move to the front of the plane. You guys are going to have to run to your gate to make it. You'll have time, but you'll run. You know, you'll need to kind of just get there quickly." Jeez. So we all stand up, we move to the front of the plane, and then they can't get the forward door open because wow. the because the walkway, the jetway, is not ready yet. And I'm just like, oh, my gosh. So we finally get off the plane. We start sprinting. We get to the gate. And our plane is now delayed 30 minutes. Ah, so we're just like, you've got to be freaking kidding me. So it was, it was nice. It gave us a chance to catch our breath. Finally get on the plane, start flying. And as soon as you climb out of Seattle, you know, clouds to about 10,000 feet and then bright blue sunshine all the way to Nashville flew over the plains I got some pictures of rural Montana that's really pretty and then of course South Dakota then down over Missouri went over Kansas City flew over st. Louis and then made our you know our ascent into Nashville and when we arrived it was beautiful for me it's been you know like 33 34 35 degrees pretty much the entire month of February Bonnie I step off the plane it's 51 degrees it felt downright tropical <laughs>
0: Oh, I bet that was nice.
1: It was amazing. It was amazing. And, you know, it was sunny on Tuesday. It was sunny on Wednesday. Wednesday morning, I'm at the hotel for this conference, and I'm out on, like, a little deck overlooking downtown Nashville. And I know the temperature said 51 degrees, but, like I said, it felt like 85. It was amazing. I just sat there and was just like, you know what? This is just perfect. I could do this for the rest of the week. And had the weather stayed that way, I would have been fine. But as that day went on, it was beautiful. We got to go, you know, we're out and about walking around. We got to ride scooters. It was amazing. And then Thursday, Friday, Saturday, the weather took a turn and was cold and rainy and just felt like home. So (laughs) it was it was cool to just, you know, be back in that weather pattern where you just wait for these little impulses of energy to go through, little lows to go through, and you're fine. But. Ah, it was nice not to think about the snow until we had to land back in Seattle. So
0: how long is the flight from Seattle to Nashville?
1: Seattle to Nashville is three and a half hours down with no air traffic delays or slowdowns on the way back. It's four hours and 20 minutes, but can take sometimes as much as five.
0: I mean, that's not terrible.
1: It's not terrible, but it is a very long flight. Yeah, you know, and you know, thankfully, um, you know, like I was sending you text messages from thirty-three thousand feet, which was pretty cool. So, thankfully, uh, Alaska Airlines, which flies into Nashville from Seattle, has free text servicing. So you can chat on Instagram, Facebook Messenger, um, you know, iMessage, and then any other text-based services. So that was really cool. That kind of helped break up the time. But uh, it was a it was a good time. Uh, I had a blast at the at the seminar. And it's funny. A lot of my friends that work in the record industry are like, dude, we love your weather reports that you do on Facebook. That's really cool. And I was like, oh, hey, thanks. I, I appreciate you guys watching. So, you know, it's nice to get a little bit of praise here and there. But um I talked about the podcast, talked about you a little bit. Uh, we will get into the Cody Johnson thing here in a second because I know that's what you were super stoked about. Um, but yeah, it was really cool just to be in Nashville for a while. So uh, I can't wait to go back and Bonnie, you need to make sure you get back there because you would thoroughly enjoy it.
0: Yes. Uh, me and a couple of friends are planning a trip to Nashville, but it's definitely still in the, we're just talking about it phase. Sure. So, <laughs> but it's definitely in the works. It's just
1: a yeah. matter of where we will have to, we will definitely sit down and chat. So I can give you some of the tips of, uh, places to go, things to do, people to see people to talk to. So when yes. you there, but You know, like I said, it was interesting just going from the different changes of climate. Mm -hmm. And as I said, I'm not used to, you know, having that 24 hour cycle or 12 hour cycle where it can change and then something new and then it repeats. Because for me, it's always like, okay, I stay under one air mass or one kind of system for a prolonged period of time. And so it was just really cool for me just to kind of look and feel how the weather was going. And that was really the best part for me. So uh, it was cool, but glad to be home. And now it's, you know, partly cloudy outside and 42 degrees and the long range models just came out and they're like, hey, we're gonna continue this trend of keeping you guys under a cold influence. So hopefully, knock on wood, that we, uh, we actually get some snow because that would be fantastic.
0: Well, I hope you do. It looks like we're going to. I mean, like this past week has been just cold mostly. There was a couple of warm days and then it got cold, but nothing happened. But tomorrow we're looking at ice up to a quarter of an inch of ice around here. So that's pretty significant. And a little bit of snow, a little bit of sleet. supposed to start tomorrow afternoon. So that's kind of the big show that we're all waiting for. Um, I'm hoping to get to leave work early and come into work late on Wednesday. So <laughs> we'll see what happens with that. But yeah, it's looking like it's going to be pretty good tomorrow.
1: So do you guys have then some cold Arctic air coming down out of Canada mixing with that lovely warm golf air is what this story looks like?
0: Yes, yes, and as we speak, the uh, atmosphere is getting more and more moist, so that's always a good thing, so we will see how cold it gets and how intense it gets, but it's not supposed to really start until tomorrow afternoon, so the countdown has begun.
1: Right, so I'm sure everybody's freaking out, like, oh, ice storm, here we go, possibly snow. I will say this, in the time that I was in Nashville, I didn't really look a whole lot at weather stuff, so as soon as I land, my phone starts blowing up again, hey man, what's the forecast, we're going to get snow, I'm just like... Uh, I, I haven't looked in like four days, so I, I need to kind of sit down and take a look at things <laughs> and people were just like, Oh, Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, Hey, uh, if, if you do uh get back to me, so <laughs> oops. Right. You're like,
0: sorry, even the resident meteorologist needs a,
1: right. Time I, <laughs> I have to, I have to unplug just a little bit. Yeah. Um, so well, good. I'm glad that you guys still have it. I know for a while you guys were thinking that maybe. You know, you had already gone through your winter, your winter phase, and was now starting to, you know, make that turn uh, towards spring, but apparently not.
0: No, winter will not give up. So hopefully, I know one season does not dictate what the next season is. True, it never has, never will. But hopefully, because it's been kind of a good, intense, up and down winter, maybe the spring will be entertaining as well. So we'll just see.
1: Right, and we know how awesome your chase season was. Real chase season was last year pretty much non existent. Yeah. Um so, you know, you look at what you guys are going through, and then again we're gonna get back into this cold trough out here in the Pacific Northwest. Uh, and again, you know, right now in the state of Oregon, February is now trending to be one of the coldest, if not one of, if not the coldest on the record. I think we'd still have to drop a degree or two in average for us to get to that point. But it's definitely possible. So you know we've had a very warm December. We had a warm January, and then all of a sudden February comes along and it's completely skewed everything. Until January or February first, we were trending to be in the top ten like warmest winters of December, January, February. But now with February coming in and being so cold, you know not only we're we looking at being one of the coldest February's on record, we're now no longer in that realm of being a top ten warmest. So climatology speaking you know, it's pretty average. So, uh, it's been, it's been an interesting ride to see what's going to happen. Uh, especially with snow, we're getting to that point now where the sun is kind of high enough in the atmosphere that we worry about it melting snow off during the day. Mm -hmm. Unless we don't, you know, unless we don't get a true Arctic blast where, you know, temperatures fail to get out of the twenties then everything would be fine. But, uh, our, Uh, The clock for snow in the northwest is is, uh, quickly coming to an end, especially low valley-wise. Mountains are going to be fine, and the snowpack has rebounded really nice in the last three weeks. But uh, if you love low-elevation snow like I do and you want to get some on the valley floor, your clock is quickly coming to an end. So usually by the time we get to this point now and then into early March, it's pretty much nil. So if we're going to do it, we got to do it soon. Or just give me spring because I'm ready to go play golf. (laughs)
0: well and see like there is no rhyme or reason there's no oh by this time if nothing's happened it's Mm -hmm. over because like I've said before we have had ice storms in April so it's just kind of like we're just living day to day over here and just seeing what happens but I just feel like winter's really hanging on you know like it hit me today that we are on the downhill of February and about to be in March which is ridiculous like time is just flying by but I mean, we'll just see how much longer we've got of winter. I'm over it. I mean, I'm excited to see what happens tomorrow, but I'm ready for spring to come through um, I'm I'm ready for some tornadoes and storms. Like, I am ready.
1: Right, and speaking of things being ready, four or five days ago, Bonnie, Ghost West or Ghost 17 finally became operational with the newest, latest, greatest, you know, weather satellite. So now the entire United States and really the, you know... I, I want to say the northern and southern hemisphere of North and South America is now has full sat brand new satellite coverage. So you know we saw all those awesome visuals of what Ghost East did with the hurricanes and some of the winter storms that have come through. Now that the West is up and running and fully operational, I can't wait to see the cool effects that this thing will do, and you know the impacts it will have on meteorology, especially for us on the West Coast, because uh, it's been a long time coming and. You know, frankly, I think a lot of us out here, were pretty jealous of what you guys get coverage wise, uh, from ghost East.
0: Well, I'm glad that it's finally up and running and, you know, I'm excited to see also the different things that it shows right. us, you know, so I'm finally, we've been waiting,
1: <laughs> right? We actually had thunder snow right before I left for Nashville. I want to say it was either late Sunday or Monday night, um, atmosphere was really dynamic I mean it was a lot of instability a lot of moving parts and we had a little pop-up thunderstorm and I mean if you didn't look at the radar or watching it close you'd never known that it was even there but had one lightning bolt and yeah. sh- sure enough the lightning map the lightning mapper on go 17 picked it up and it's like boom there you go happened in just you know far east Portland and it triggered the triggered the you know satellite uh, lightning detection and boom cool there it goes well we just confirmed it we have thunderstorm so you know it's not jim cantori jumping around in the three-foot <laughs> drifts but hey it was it was pretty cool regardless
0: hey you know what one strike is all it takes but uh that video is classic but you know what thunder snow anytime you get it is is epic and exciting even if it's one bolt so right, right i'm jealous
1: me too all right so you said you guys have snow coming up this week what else do you kind of have going on beyond that
0: Uh, you know, nothing. It'll start to warm back up into the forties again. Um, and that's about it. Just kind of, that's our pattern is it'll just warm up a little bit slightly. Then we'll get a good cold blast. Then we'll get a chance of some sort of precip and then it'll warm back up slightly. And so that's what we've been doing for weeks. Blah, 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 blah. Bring on the thunderstorms.
1: (laughs) Right. Well, out here in Oregon, like I said, we're going to trend back into that colder pattern at least for the next 10 days or so. Um, and all the ensembles and all the forecast models have that. So, uh, again, we're going to be flirting with low-elevation snow. It's definitely getting harder and harder for it to come by us um, here in the Pacific Northwest without a true Arctic outbreak. So I think we need a lot more cold air in place. Temperatures just don't support it at the upper atmosphere right now. That could maybe change. But we're going to be in this you know thing where we're flirting with a 1,000-foot snow level here probably for the next 10 days. So nothing too exciting. It's, uh, it's kind of a boring end to a boring winter classic right
0: well hopefully maybe you'll get one last shot but if not i hope you have an exciting spring
1: bonnie now that we've gone through the forecast and all the fun stuff that we're you know looking forward to you had the chance to do something really cool and you went back to the university of oklahoma for a seminar tell us about that
0: yes i went back to the weather center down in norman um which houses the national weather service the storm prediction center um nssl Mezzanette, you know, all of that. And so, went down there last Tuesday. um, Lee Reed Timmer was there giving a really interesting and fun talk, seminar, lecture on storm chasing. And he, you know, showed us a bunch of videos he had taken. He talked about the evolution of the Dominators. And, you know, he told us it took him 17 years to get his Ph.D. from OU. And... That actually gave me a little bit of hope. (laughs) He said that he was really busy chasing that whole entire time, which, side note, OU does not condone. So he was not chasing for OU. He was chasing for himself.
1: (laughs) Which I find funny. Just real quick. I, I don't want to take the tangent here. But those of us that have gone to the University of Oklahoma, you and me, I applied there. They even say like in the stuff that is sent to you from the meteorology program, we don't condone or endorse our students chasing. However, we understand that you want to. So therefore, if you do, you have to do it under the name of yourself and that you are not chasing for the University of Oklahoma.
0: Exactly, so, exactly. Sorry. Go like, ahead. If you're sensing so- and you go out and say, I'm doing this for OU, I'm on behalf of OU, OU will kick you out so fast. Right. So they, yeah, they don't play. And I think it's a safety thing and it's a, you know, if you go out and look like a fool. Yeah, it's an insurance thing. You don't want to be associated with that. So that kind of thing. So that, you know, just want to make sure that that is on record that <laughs> he was not doing that for OU. But right. he, the, the evolution of the Dominator cars is so, so cool. Um, you know, they were on Mythbusters. Um, the point is, was to get the, the cars low to the ground so that right. not as much air could get under it to lift it and roll it. Um, and I mean, he said he had a, a old buddy that used to help build race cars, help him build the first ones. And then of course got sponsors and things like that. Um, and that's how he's gotten them better and better and better. But some of those videos he showed was just, crazy uh i mean there was one that he showed where you could see actual cows oh wow like swirling around the outside of this tornado and i was like oh that breaks my heart right you know um he had some videos where he was so close to these tornadoes but like on the back side and so he was right up under them i i, uh, I left there going oh my god i want to quit my job
1: I just <laughs> right like
0: I mean, I, I mean, I've never heard him speak, you know, publicly like that. You know, I've only seen him on his shows. I follow him on Twitter. He's a little bit intense. Right. Um, But just to hear him talk and like hear some of his stories, I have, I've have a different view on Reed Timmer. Like I've always liked him, but I've just thought he was, had an attitude and, you know, right. but he, you know, he doesn't. So, you know, it was very, very cool to see him. Um there It was a packed house, a lot of students, a lot of people who were not students. Um, but I just it was really great to be back down in Norman at the Weather Center though it was it was so good. I really, really, truly miss it.
1: right. I bet you do. You know, it's funny when you know you talk about you know, Reed kind of has this uh, I, I don't want to say arrogance because it's not, and I know that you know him better than I do, but he comes across sometimes, especially on TV shows and social media as being kind of kind of pompous. You know, yes. I'm Reed Timmer, I do this, blah, blah, blah. But then can I also know how, you know, reality T V is scripted and how they show what they want and they, you know, don't always edit in the real the real person, but more of the persona of what you you know, what you end up thinking them to be. So I'm really glad to hear that he was really personable and really cool and I'm glad that it was a packed house because, you know, he is one of those guys that when he talks a lot, people do listen. Yeah. And so I'm really glad that, you know, he, he took the time one to do these things because I I think a lot of times in our field, you know, we all try to be communicators one way or the other, but we often fail at actually communicating. Um, Yes. And so, you know, for somebody to come out and do that, I think that was pretty awesome. So I'm really glad you got to go. So while you were there, like I said, I was in Nashville for CRS or country radio seminar and your boy, Cody Johnson from Texas, Played my first luncheon that I went to through the throughout the week. There are a total of three of them, and he played the first one. So he came out, and I will. I know I sent you, you know, a picture in some of the videos, but yes. it was really cool to just you know see him. Um, in addition to your Christmas present, which will be in the mail here shortly, uh, I did get you something from Nashville. Um, it is a Cody Johnson hotel key card. He he sponsored the, the, their label sponsored, you know, all the key cards for the Omni hotel where the conference was. I didn't stay there. I stayed out of town at Airbnb, but you will get your Cody Johnson hotel key card. So, yeah, it's pretty cool. It was pretty cool. But yeah, as soon as he came out, I'm just like, ah, I need to get my camera. This is Bonnie's boy. Oh,
0: I love him. I just love him. I am ready for his concert in June. I am like counting down the days, marking off days on the calendar. So I'm like uber jealous that you were down
1: there. Yeah. So it was was a lot of fun. And man, like I said, the weather was great, but the music was fantastic. Um, I'm a country music fan. I love all genres of music, but I really like country. And it was so cool just to walk in a, a bar or a restaurant or a hotel, and they're playing country music and nobody bats an eye, right? So that was well, really nice.
0: Garth Brooks, I'm jealous of that too. Yeah, I
1: know I, he on that good show. Yeah, I sat uh, 20 feet from Garth Brooks uh, oh. as he re—he basically for one night redid his Vegas, his Vegas one man show, and it was awesome. Um, speaking of Garth Brooks and speaking of being a small world, I actually met his attorney. And I've now become friends with his attorney. And he was like, Bobby, if you ever get back into this business uh, and you need a contract done, just call me. I got you. So yeah, I'm now, I'm now friends on a first name basis with Garth Brooks attorney. So yeah, (laughs) that's the power of a very small industry. So
0: yeah. (laughs) And a very friendly industry. Also,
1: Absolutely. You would love the, uh, the conference. I mean, even though you're not in the music industry, you would love it just because of all the shows and all the time that you get, um, I heard a lot of really new music. That's going to be awesome. My buddy Jake Owen has a new record coming out next month. I got to hear four or five tracks from him and I'm fired up for him. I mean, it's, it's really, really awesome stuff. So I'm excited for all that, but man, Bonnie, I, I, I am very jealous. One were back at the weather center, I've only been there once and you got to hear Reed Timmer speak. So I, I'm, I'm pretty envious of what you got to do too. So, uh, it's uh, pretty awesome. i
0: telling you, like he looks so different. Like he's, you know, of course, a little older now, he's, I don't know, he's just not how I pictured him in real life. He's a little bit on the short side. He's got a bunch of facial hair going on now. And I was like, like when he first walked up, I was like, is this Reed Timber?
1: That's awesome. <laughs> so,
0: but then of course, when you hear him speak, you go, Oh my right. God. Yeah. that's right. Reed Timber."
1: Well, maybe we'll have to take the, uh, the B squared weekly weather podcast on the road and do some chasing this spring.
0: Uh, yes. There's no maybe about it. Like yes, it's going down. Yeah,
1: we'll we'll have to we'll have to figure out a time and hopefully hopefully we don't get, you know, nothing but blue sky. So
0: right. No one wants blue sky in the spring, okay.
1: Exactly. We want to be able to chase. So well Bonnie, I know you've had a great week. I had a great week too. It's you know, it's that time of year where we're ready for spring, but let's see what happens with winter first. So (sighs) I'm ready. I'm ready. I just want some snow just once. I just want to see it in Portland on this side of town. And not get robbed by the south wind, but I digress. <laughs> it's been another, <laughs> so little time, Maybe right? <laughs> so true. And good luck with your ice tomorrow. Oh, yeah. And into Wednesday. But man, what a great episode of B Squared, your weekly weather podcast. I'm Bobby from Oregon.
0: I'm Bonnie in Oklahoma.
1: And we will talk to you guys next week.
0: Bye.